0: Hello, jacket fans. Welcome back to the Boom and Gloom podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, also known as Whaler Jacket on most social media platforms. Um, I am Ohio's longest suffering hockey fan. If you don't know what I mean by that, please feel free to go back and listen to episode one of this podcast. Uh, before we get started, I want to just take a second and remind everyone, especially those tuning in for the first time that I'm a I'm a podcast novice, all right? I'm I'm still learning how to do this. I I see lots of other podcasts out there that feature cool things, like guests and witty banter between co-hosts. And I I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm still trying to just establish myself first and uh, get used to the technical aspects of podcasting. Then hopefully down the road I'll I'll upgrade. Until then, if you are interested in listening to my my thoughts and rantings and ravings welcome and i hope you enjoy i hope everyone had a fantastic thanksgiving it was uh, especially nice to enjoy a day after a blue jackets win for a change yes i can actually say the jackets won a game after a nine game winless streak you you almost forget how good it feels when your favorite team notches a win but unfortunately that's where we are with the jackets right now. A lot of a lot of gloom and not much boom. So, um first thing I want to talk about here is is um because of that win, um, is there gonna be uh is there gonna be, be a turnaround? Are we gonna are we gonna see a turnaround here with the jackets? I am uh, recording this a few hours before the jackets face the New Jersey Devils on November fourth. No, not today's not November fourth. What is today? November twenty fourth, sorry. And uh, they, they, beat, they beat the Blackhawks the night before last. So is this the start of a turnaround for the Blue Jackets? Those of you who know me, uh, if you know me well, you know that I'm, I'm a realist. I thought the Jackets played a good game against Chicago, but they also made plenty of the same mistakes we've been seeing so far this season that have been costing them games. So for me, I'm not filled with much optimism. Right now, it's more of a, uh, even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while type of situation. But you know what I love, guys? I would love to be proven wrong. Over the past two plus decades of Jackets hockey, my gut feelings about this team have been right more times than they have been wrong. Well, my gut is telling me that we still have a very, very long way to go, and the rest of the season is not going to be as fun or as exciting as I anticipated at the start of this season. But I guess there there's an example right there of my gut being wrong from the, the start of the season. So I, I hope I'm wrong here. Stranger things have happened, right? Jackets, they could rattle off a massive win streak and get back to respectability. They could make a run. And I I guess I could make it to the NHL myself. So you see where I'm going here. Lots of pessimism. I wish I could be more optimistic, but 23 years of, of Blue Jackets hockey has kind of conditioned me to be this way. So why not jump ship? All right, that's that's the next thing I want to talk about. All right, during during the most recent losing streak, and let's face it, as fans, we have endured more than our fair share of these losing streaks since the, since the Blue Jackets came into the league. Well, I watched I watched all but one game, I think. I think I only missed one game during that losing streak. Well, I, I live in Troy. And I admit, I don't get to Nationwide Arena very often. So when I say I watch games, it's almost always on TV. Anyway, my, my routine is that I go into my man cave basement, and I sit at my bar and watch the game while enjoying a beverage or two. When I'm done, I return upstairs, where I usually find my wife on the couch watching something on Netflix. While well, she can immediately tell, based on my demeanor, whether the Jackets won or not. And she said something to me the other day. And she said like this several times over the years. She says, why do you still watch them? Or, you know, why don't you just like another team instead? For example, like, like the Rangers. Most of, most of my family are diehard Ranger fans. So now that I'm doing this podcast, it got me thinking. Like, like really thinking. Why do we as Jackets fans continue to do this? Why do we stick around as fans when we have been given so little to cheer for? So so little joy over more than 2 decades. What has kept us from jumping to another team? For me, as I said I live in Troy which is north of Dayton. I am not a Columbus resident and I don't get to attend as many games as a lot of other Jackets fans. I, I totally admit that. I lost my favorite team once. The, the Whalers, which I talked about in the first episode of this podcast. I had to remove my emotional attachment and allegiance to a team I loved. I, I speak of the, the Carolina Hurricanes once, once they left Harvard. So I've done that. It was hard, but I did it. It can be done. So after so many years of of frustration and disappointment with the Jackets why why haven't i done that again what keeps me and and other fans going well to me it's all about the payoff i envision what it would be like one day when the jackets are perennial winners instead of losers i picture them going deep into the playoffs and and dream about them winning the Stanley Cup. Now, considering all the failures this team has experienced and the frustration, the anger, the the sadness we've all felt as fans, I think when this team is finally good, like, like really good for a while, the joy that we will feel will far exceed that of any other hockey fan base. I'm not ashamed to admit that when the jackets swept the lightning, I fought off tears. I did. It made me that happy to see my team win one playoff series. Now amplify that times ten, and that's what I'll be feeling when the jackets finally make it farther than than that, and somehow, some way, even win the Stanley Cup. I'll I'll be a puddle. I'll be a ri- ridiculous mess. I'll be that happy. So that's one thing that keeps me going. I remember the uh, the Colorado Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup their first year in Colorado. They were practically gifted a Stanley Cup winner. They they must have felt a lot of joy. But nothing like what we as Jacket fans will feel. Those fans have never suffered they've never watched their team consistently lose for years and years and years. Similarly, we can say the same thing about Vegas. The Stanley Cup Finals their first year and a cup win five years later. Vegas fans, they know joy, but I promise you the joy they felt will not even compare to what we as jacket fans will feel. Back in uh, 1992, I believe, The Hartford Wheeler's slogan was, be there when it happens. Yeah, be there when it happens. I was there. It never happened. Well, darn it, I'm going to be there when the Jackets finally do it. Another reason why I have stuck around, the emotional attachment. I mean, come on, when a player plays for your favorite team, you grow to love them. Usually, of course, not always. We all know that there's some players that, that I won't even mention who we never truly loved and are glad are gone. But you you have some kind of emotional bond. They're your team. These guys play for your team. I can't even imagine jumping ship to be a fan of another team. And in my case, twice. It was hard enough for me the first time. What made it easier was, was living in Ohio as a passionate fan and trying to continue to follow a team in North Carolina. It just didn't work for me. I would never be able to to just leave the Jackets behind and find a new team. So, so Jackets, you're, you're stuck with me for better or for worse. All right. Last thing I want to talk about before I get out of here, the trade rumors. There are rumors going around that the Jackets are trying to make a trade for a new center. My thought on this can be summarized in one word. Why? I think one of the Jackets' main problems right now is that the front office still doesn't know if they are trying to make the playoffs or trying to build for the future. It's like they're stuck. To me, and I think a lot of other fans, it's obvious. Unfortunately, this is not a playoff team. I wish it was. But it's not. Management should recognize this and play who we have now and let them grow. Fintilli, Varonkov, Sillinger, and even Johnson, they're, they're all centers, right? I mean, they're all like listed as centers or have had experience playing center. Well, play them at center. Let them grow. Let them make mistakes and learn. If they can't cut it, then you'll know. You'll need to you'll know that you'll need to go after a center at the end of the season. Now, I may be in the minority here, but I think Boone has done an admirable job as, as a center. But if you trade for a center now, and from what I've read they're kind of looking for a top six center, then I think you're stunting this team's growth. Okay? you you're saying that You think the season is salvageable and you're going to throw away assets in order to do it. I just don't agree with that at all. Now, if you're making a trade with next season and uh, like next season and after that in mind as part of your vision for the future, then maybe I'd be okay with it. But as I have said many times, I do not trust, I do not trust this front office's vision any longer. If they make a trade that attempts to make this team immediately better and sacrifices the future in any way, I am not on board. The trades I would support now are the ones that will clear some of our glut at forward and and defense. So if, if if netting a center does that, maybe I'm okay with that, depending on who or what is acquired in return. I guess what it boils down to is that I need to see the vision of the Jackets front office. And I know I keep using that word vision, but I need to get a, a clear picture of what they are building towards. I understand there, there may be a need for a rock, a roster shakeup of some sort. I get that, but it also has to fit into a plan for the future. And, and be honest, guys, I, I just don't know what the plan is anymore. Do you? I don't, I don't trust the decisions of our front office anymore. And, and that's sad. I was totally in on the uh in Yarma, we trust bandwagon for years now i i just don't know anymore I, i'm not on that bandwagon any longer all right guys well i'm gonna end right there Th- thanks for sticking with me this episode again i'm still learning this whole podcast thing and i'm hoping to get better and better the more i do this uh thank you for those who have uh, offered advice to me on twitter and uh even offered to be guests on the show I truly appreciate that and hope that I will get there at some point. I hope that reach that that point of competence someday with podcasting. But for now, I hope you enjoyed what you heard, whether you agree with my opinions or not. And I hope you'll come back and listen again sometime. Thanks thanks again. Um, Take care, everyone, and hope you have a nice Black Friday.